0: My name is Katie Tomberlin, and I'm from Carteret County. This is Community Rising, Shoreside's Environmental Stories, broadcasting from the Working Narrative Studio. Coming up next are stories from Coastal North Carolina.
1: My name is Emily Donovan. I'm co-founder of Clean Cape Fear. We are a grassroots advocacy group, and our mission over these last three years has really just been a mission of accountability. So, Comores, it, it sits in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and they manufacture PFAS chemicals, um, chemicals that they sell to industries like the aerospace, defense. Uh, Consumer product industries, and we formed in June of 2017 when we learned that Chemours, which was formerly DuPont, had been dumping large quantities of PFAS chemicals into our river, which was the primary source of drinking water for a quarter of a million residents. the The acronym I like to use is PFAS, uh, permanently freakish altering stuff. P for permanent, they live forever. They're freakish because these are man-made chemicals. Nowhere does the carbon-fluorine bond um, naturally occur in our environment. This is a completely man-made chemical altering because scientists have found that these chemicals are altering us at a cellular level and impacting thyroid function, our immune system, and then as for stuff, because they're in everything. And I think it's also important to know that there have been studies done on blood samples, and they have found that we have these chemicals in almost 99% of blood samples taken. So we are being exposed to this chemistry without our consent. And most of us on some level are walking around with a certain amount of these chemicals in our bloodstream. um, and, And we don't know enough about what they're doing to us. So it's my understanding that when we learned in 2017, when we learned that uh, Camores had been using our rivers, their chemical waste disposal, um, Camores did come out publicly and say that they had been releasing these chemicals into our river since the facility started making chlorinated chemicals, which was around 1980. The, the state did tell them to stop discharging so that they pulled the permit And Chemours did stop discharging the chemicals into the river. But we still saw, we're still seeing levels in our drinking water even today. So the question is, where are these chemicals still coming from? And what researchers are telling us now is that the chemicals are coming from underneath the plant. The plant has been so heavily contaminated for decades that um, the groundwater table underneath the plant seeps up and it leaks into these seepage channels into the Cape Fear River. And so that's where we're seeing these levels. And those levels, you can't remediate that. They're said it's gonna take decades and billions of dollars to try and clean it out or decades for it to flush out naturally. And so that's kind of a lifelong problem to have when you start contaminating groundwater. And that's what the homeowners there are facing in a devastating way as they found out that their property is contaminated, their wells are contaminated, and they're trying to manage and work through what that means, what that means for their health, what that means for their their livelihoods and their property value if they ever want to resell their home. So there's there's a lot of concern there, a lot of families that are afraid to grow gardens and water their gardens, a lot of families afraid to do laundry and drink from the water. And really what is needed here is a full epidemiological study. We know that there is a very large thyroid cancer cluster in our area, and that was discovered um, last year the heat map of cancer clusters popped up in the Wilmington area and just got bigger and bigger and redder and redder. Three bills have been recently proposed that would help address some of the PFAS contamination problems in North Carolina. I have a feeling that the chemical industry is going to fight really hard not to get those health study bills done because if a health study bill um, shows that your exposure would potentially cause an illness, well, that creates a level of liability that we've seen these companies try and fight tooth and nail not to be attached to. First of all, we need to stop the exposures. And then after we stop the exposures, we need to clean up existing contamination. And then after we clean up existing contamination, we need to find out what did this cause? What harm did this cause to the people that were exposed to it?
0: listening to Community Rising Shore Sides Environmental Stories. This podcast is a special project of Shore Sides and Working Narratives. Do you have a story from our coast that you would like to share? Contact us at info@shoresides.org. At Thank you for listening.